enchanté. Welcome back, everybody, to the Two Tight Ends Podcast. I'm your co-host, Neil, and with us today, we have a man who is thinking about changing his last name to Reduce, Reuse, Recycle, but he's not sure yet. Connor! Hey, just trying to save the planet. One, uh, one name at one a time. At a time. <laughs> yeah, one name, one name at a time. It's all it takes, right? Yep. I am I, I am the new Meta World Peace. Meta World Freedom, and it's... Meta, <laughs> meta, meta Cantor Freedom. Yep. <laughs> well, we'll talk about Enos Penis. I mean, Enos Cantor uh, a little bit later. But uh, I I want to talk to football, bro. So The fact that he didn't like change his name to Enos Penis is really disappointing now. I didn't even think of that. And I'm <laughs> now I'm mad at myself that I didn't think of that. <laughs> it's right there. It's right it's there. It's right there in front of me. <laughs> it's the, low-hanging fruit, and I walked right by it. <laughs> the penis is dangling right there in front of me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's curving to the right slightly. Slightly. It's hanging to the left. Um <laughs> Yes, exactly. But yeah, let's let's talk football, man. Um we First we, off, what? it's been a minute, man. Hey, how you doing? It has been a minute um, due to, you know, holidays and unforeseen circumstances and personal lives and stuff. We've been off for what, two weeks now? Something like that. It's yeah. been it's been a it's been a hot minute. It's been a minute. But uh, thanks for everybody for sticking by. And yes, I hope everybody's doing all right. Um, but we're back. We're back better, better than ever. Um, back no. stronger. I don't know. We're back like we're back like Cam Newton was the first week he was back, right? <laughs> yeah, just not, wait till next week. Not this last week. <laughs> Gosh dang it. I hate everything. I hate it here. Well, let's talk about it, man. Like I said, I want to talk football, so oh, how man. did Cam Newton do this weekend? Fucking awful. <laughs> didn't He's he the end, worst. Didn't he end with a five? Just that's it. A five passer rating? <laughs> Something like that, dude. I don't It was like five, uh... it was like five of twenty one. And like two interceptions or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, I didn't get to watch. I was driving back from uh, Michigan during like half the games, so mm-hmm. I didn't even get to watch pretty much any football because then we we're you know dealing with a baby when we got home. But um, yeah, it was from what I saw, it was abysmal to say the least. And he got benched in the game, which apparently Matt Rule has also said that he's still the starting quarterback. But he got bet like to it is a dumpster fire over there. Let's just say that. It is not good times in the Carolina. Not not right now. Not at all. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, they need to fix that problem. But let's talk about another dumpster fire. Uh, that is the New York City Jets. Uh, <laughs> They're always a dumpster fire. Always a dumpster fire. <laughs> at least sometimes the Panthers give me hope. There's no hope there. <laughs> no, not at all. Um now they actually did win, which was surprising. But they, I, they added to, how do you say this? They added to their collection of, um, of L's, collective <laughs> sure. L's. Yeah, their collection of L's there. Um, because for those who didn't see, and we're it, not just talking about the eight L's in that column right there. We're talking about just their, their, the collective L's as a franchise over, I don't know, the last forever. Yeah, since, um, um, oh man, I'm blanking. Wow. Okay, let's just move on. 
<laughs> I was I was gonna make a reference and then I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of us. It happens. It happens. Um, Joe Namath. Thank you. Okay, I got it. There it is. I got it. You got it. Came back. It. <laughs> it's like um, boomerang. It came right back to you. Don't yeah, worry. no. For those who didn't see it, they had like the uh, uh, what's his face? Zach Wilson had a really weird interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was like, he started to scramble out of the pocket. He saw his guy, he like sort of threw it. Under and they him. made eye contact. Like the guy was looking at him now. Well, okay. Well, we'll get into it, but yeah. So he like made eye contact and he's like underhand, like shovel past shovel it pass, yeah. over to the guy. But the guy had turned around by that ha- time that happened, bounced off the back of his, his uniform is the back of him. And it started dropping. And then the Texas player actually made a play and, and made an interception on it. It was super weird. But in that guy's defense, I think he thought they made eye contact and he's like, oh, you're scrambling. Block. Let me go block. Yeah. yeah. And it. I, yeah. I mean, it was pretty clear what happened. Like, like where the miscommunication was, but like, oh my gosh, the timing is just incredible. Yeah. It was bad. It looked bad. And uh, Zach Wilson has had some tough interceptions, but I don't really blame that one too much on him. Yeah. So okay. So this begs the question though: which is worse, uh-huh. the fifty-two week long worst of the worst Sports Center not top ten butt fumble? Mark Sanchez butt fumble. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind this was voted the worst of the worst fifty-two weeks in a row to the point where they finally just had to retire the clip because people kept voting it the worst of the worst. They yep. couldn't find a worse clip apparently. Yep. So keep that in mind. Which is worse, butt fumble, Mark Sanchez butt fumble, or this? I think you you kind of said it yourself there, man. They couldn't find a worse clip, and I don't think they're, they <laughs> they have yet. <laughs> it's true. Now I okay. Now I do have uh, somewhat of an argument here because this is what I said in the chat. Is I I have an argument here. Okay. The only argument I have is that Mark Sanchez. I mean, clearly not really a quarterback either, but he's definitely not a runner, okay. right? Okay. So, I mean, I don't totally fault him for like not reading a you know a, a block or a gap right or whatever, and then running into his own guy. Now, Zach Wilson is a quarterback and should be able to communicate <laughs> that and and uh, make that play and make a throw to an open receiver, but he did not. And the receiver that is also his job. That is all. That is also the receiver's job to catch the ball. Yeah, but you can't so, catch the ball when you're not looking at it, right? Well, he was looking at it. I mean, he was looking at what was thrown. You're right, but he did. They did make eye contact. There was just major miscommunication there. But that's what I mean. Is like, I in 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 a little bit of defense, mm-hmm. I feel like there there definitely could have been. Uh, this could, this could have been like way more salvaged where Mark Sanchez is just so hopeless. There was no salvaging what happened there. Mm-hmm. I, uh, but, and much okay. like what just happened in the Washington football game. Oh, what happened? I it's pretty abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh they just, they just blocked an extra point and then ran it back for uh, two. So now it's tied nine, nine. Wait, who did, who, who did it? So, so your team just scored a touchdown and then Seattle just blocked the extra oh, point my. and then ran it back. And got two points. So I, I hate it here. <laughs> it is now tied nine nine. <laughs> I hate it here so much. Okay, and that well, dude is gassed because he is not a runner. <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's talk other teams. Okay, we don't need to talk about right. football team. They suck. Um, 
But no, I kind of want to get into a segment of um, are we buying or are we selling uh, on some okay. teams, okay? Okay. Um, some right. sort of fringe teams. Are we buying or are we getting to the playoffs or buying that they're a good team or are we buying like uh-huh. that? I, kinda, I guess it could be your own definition here. But yep. are you buying or are you selling? I want to start off with the Minnesota Vikings. Now, the only reason I say this is because they did lose this last weekend to the 49ers. But, yep. I mean, they're they're at 5-6 and six right now. Not too bad. Um, they're obviously trailing the Packers, but they're definitely in the wild card hunt still at 5-6. Uh-huh. and six. And Kirk Cousins is slowly putting on a really nice season for them. Um, they just – Dalvin Cook did get injured in the last game. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. Are we buying or are we selling the Vikings? I want to hear yours first. Um – I think I'm selling on the Vikings. Yeah. It's just, I, I, there's not enough there. Like you made some good arguments, but there's not enough there for me to, there's not enough there for me to really buy into them. I mean, yes, Kirk cousins is, he is having a solid season. I will say like overall, he's having a, he's having a pretty solid season, but yeah, with Dalvin cook being injured and like not being able to trust their defense and, I think just yeah, just a, a few other. I don't know. Just, Look, I just, just like I, I just other want... like little doubts in my mind. I just I don't know. That's fair. And I did I did put this in the I put this in the uh, the thing uh, like last week before the game before the 49ers game. Uh, I think before I might have said bye, but I think I have to sell now, especially because they lost Dalvin Cook for we'll see how long. Um, yeah. Now I want to bring up Cousins real quick again because okay. let, let's let's look at his stat line real quick, okay? Because you miss him already, or what's up? Honestly, yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, he has a a sixty seven uh, percent completion rate, three thousand yards, twenty three touchdowns, three interceptions, and a hundred five pass year rating. Like that's really solid. That's a really good season he's having um, so far. Now, now it's not directly translating into the Vikings having a great season but uh like I said with the Dalvin Cook injury sucks a lot for Vikings uh playoff yeah. hopes now they could still make it but taking any sort of run I really don't I really am selling on them now so so yeah like I said I I put that in there before this week's game but um no okay so selling do you uh do you want to bring up a team you buying on selling um yeah let me take a look really quick at when i was you know what can i just point this out real quick that's kind of off topic but um if the washington football team loses tonight we're recording this on monday night the 29th um they will be tied for last in the division with the giants so there's there's a fun thing for you i hate your team so much (laughs) the fact the fact that this race between (laughs) brent and i is so tight is it is the tightest of buttholes, and it is so frustrating. You know this should be this should be so loose butthole. It's insane. You know what's the the kind of funniest thing to me as an insider on the NFC East is huh. that um, somehow, some way, you got dragged into caring about the NFC East. <laughs> I I know somehow, some way. That's the where I usually get to look from the outside and point and laugh like everyone else. Yeah. But no, now I have to care about the Washington football team, the Eagles, the uh, Cowboys. Like, oh my gosh. You, I think that's the real L here. That it, Honestly, that is. Brent Brent yeah. has the last laugh on that. Even if he has to buy me dinner, he has the last laugh. Yeah, yeah. dragging somebody else into this garbage. Um, Jeez. Well, it's, like dragging, it's like dragging my nuts through glass, honestly. Oh, jeez. 
All right. So my buy or sell team, the Los Angeles Rams coming off of their third loss in a row. Are you buying or are you selling? Ooh, that's tough. Okay. Cause like if we're going just off recency bias, I have to sell, right? But um, on- no, no, no. I don't think, I don't think we go off of recency bias. I think we go off of overall look what we, th- mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I guess I, recency bias can come into it, right? Like, yeah, I think if we if we look at recency bias, we're quick. We're it's, it's a quick sell, right? But I think overall, but, but I want. I don't know what you think. Overall, I'm still buying them. Now, if they have to go, like, okay, they lost to the Packers in Lambeau. If they have to go back there in the playoffs, I'm uh, I'm not very hopeful for them. But other than that, I'm still pretty high on them. I I still think they. I mean, they ran into what the the team with the second best record in football, you know, like yeah, they, true. they ran into the Packers there. So it was a tough game. Um, in Lambeau it was cold there. Rams don't always do well in the cold. So I'm still buying them, but, uh, if they keep losing, man, uh, I, I, I will jump ship really quick. I swear. But for now, for now, I'll buy. Yeah. Wait, wait okay. So what are the teams they've lost to? They've lost to, what in the hell? Oh, I was, I, was trying to pull up, I was trying to I was trying to pull up just the team and it's pulling up uh the entire NFL like week schedule. Yeah, but, so they lost like, the 49ers, the Titans, yeah. um, and then the Cardinals, but that was a few weeks ago. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I, I still think I'm buying on the Rams too. I think they're just in a little bit of a rut. I think they'll get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they play the Jaguars next week. Hopefully, they get out of it. Then, oh right? my gosh! If they can get out of a rut against the Jaguars, <laughs> like then I'm selling. Hundred yeah. percent, I'm selling. But their remaining schedule is actually pretty tough. I was looking at this right now. After the Jaguars, they play the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Ravens, then the 49ers to finish this season. Like, did that's... you just call the three and seven Seahawks a tough part of that schedule? Uh, I'm including that because it's a divisional game, and divisional games are always hard. No matter, okay, sure. No matter what you're is that in is. Seattle or is that in uh, LA? That is in LA. Okay, so a little, little easier on that part. At least they don't have to play in the yeah. obnoxiously loud Seattle stadium. But yeah. um, okay, yeah, I'm still buying on. I'm still buying on the Rams yeah. though. But All right. Anyway, well, who you got? Uh, how about this? Are you buying the Patriots right now, dude? Are you? Ooh, that was the next one I was thinking. Are of you too. buying? Are you hitting that buy right now? Brother, Robin Hood pulling up. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. It's it's really tough to say. Yeah. Because my thing is like, okay, you have a Mac Jones led offense up against like a Lamar Jackson, a like the the offense. Lamar Jackson had four picks last last week. Shut up. Or yesterday. Anyway, you have a you have an offense led by Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes or even Ryan Tannehill like up against the the Patriots. I I don't know, man. Like it was Mac Jones Patriots. That's where I just go. Eh. It, it it doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence. And really, where I think they're shining is their defense. And it, sure. again, it kind of comes it kind of comes back to uh, Varsity's point a little bit ago. Is like those what was it? What did he say? Like the first like two or three rings that Brady has. Did not come from Brady. It was no. due to his incredible defense. Their defense was great, and that's that's. I feel like that's again what is holding up this offense right now. Not saying that Mac Jones is not playing out of his mind for a rookie right now. He mm-hmm. is, but like, I I just feel like it's the team around him and not so much him. But we're not really talking about Mac Jones. I guess we're talking about the Patriots as a whole. So 
I don't know. Maybe I'm slightly buying on them because if we're talking about the Patriots as a whole, their defense is carrying them right now. And hey, go for it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. And defense is a big part of it. Their defense is scoring a lot of points lately and stuff like that and helping out a lot. But look, the last yeah. couple of games, they scored 36, they scored 45, they scored 25, they scored 24, yeah. 27, 35, 54. Like, it, defense is definitely helping out, but their offense is, is definitely pulling their weight too right now. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, that's a, dude, Damian Harris is actually kind of nutty. Yeah. Like, he is, he's been a really big piece for them. I did not expect him to be so as, he, like, I don't know, just uh, as impactful as he is. Huh. Interesting. But here's my thing on the Patriots. I would say if you've already bought, definitely hold. you got to hold for now. Yeah. Um, d- definitely don't sell. Um, and nah. if you want to buy a little chunk, buy a little chunk. I definitely yeah. would not put your whole life savings on there. Definitely would not put the kids college fund on there though. No, you know what? Buy into all of it. Get, <laughs> get into, get into the crypto Patriots right now. It's going to the yeah. moon all the in Patriots token going. Yeah. Patriots token, <laughs> Patriots NFT. Yep. Gotta go to the, going moon. to the moon. No, I just think, I think their defense is good enough. And their offense is honestly, like I said, they're keeping up just fine. Yeah, it's good right now. It's really good right now. They're good enough to get into the playoffs. They're good enough to maybe even go to get a pretty good seed in the playoffs. But maybe, rookie maybe. quarterback in playoffs, I don't have a lot of confidence to be honest. So yeah, for, na- for now I'm buying, but I'll sell right before, like a couple weeks before playoffs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Deal. Um, we haven't talked about him for a little bit, but Bengals. Are you buying or selling? We talked Ooh. about him in, in Contenders versus Pretenders, but like, yeah. they're still up there. And they whooped the Steelers. They yeah, whooped they them. Yeah, they did. Um, I'm buying. I'm buying the, the Bengals. Um, as far as, I think, playoff contention. I think they'll make the playoffs. I really do. Yeah. I really think they're they're playing nice. Their offense is looking nice. They, I mean, against the, to be fair, it was the Steelers, but their defense looked pretty good against the Steelers. Yeah, um, they did. No, I'm I'm liking what's what they're doing, and it's just it's just kind of fun to watch right now with them, you know. I know it's it's weird that I'm like kind of low key rooting for the Bengals every week just because they're okay. like the local team here, if you will, because that's the closest team to me. But yeah. so most people are Bengals fans around here, and yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I got one more. Unless you want to go. Uh, well, I'll go. I'll go with the Colts. You buying or selling the Colts? Oh, right now. okay, that's a good one. I wasn't thinking about them. That's a good one. So they did just lose to the Buccaneers, but they were leading yeah. a lot of that game. They they lost. And it's the, also the Bucks. The lead, <laughs> right? And then, but then before that, they lost. They won the last three in a row. I mean, against the Jags and the Jets. But then they beat the Bills. They crushed the Bills. And Jonathan Taylor's going off right now. So you yeah. buying or you selling? So that's the thing is, I think I'm well, I'm lightly investing right now because. Mm-hmm they live and die by the Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not completely sold on them yet, but they are looking way better than they did the first like half of this season. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think Carson Wentz is starting to finally sort of figure it out. Um, so again, lightly investing on the Colts. Here's what I'll say. I would say it is, time to start selling the colts slowly Ooh. because Ooh. because i think they're at a sort of start, a, start start slowly liquidating your shares yes because i think they're at a really nice peak right now but uh-huh. i think that thing is going to come crash down because like you said they live by jonathan taylor they die by jonathan taylor 
Wentz yeah. is doing all right. I feel like he's uh, some. I feel like most weeks he's more of a game manager though, and he's doing pretty uh-huh. good. He's doing all right, but and that defense is real is pretty solid as well. Uh, they're more than solid. They're pretty good. Um, but I just feel like they just um, they just don't have enough to really keep it going. Besides Jonathan Taylor, so yeah. I would say I would say start slowly selling. Don't panic sell, but I would say start start, <laughs> start uh, liquidating some a little bit and get get a nice return on them right now. Yeah, have it. yeah, 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 dude. I I have to say this. I was talking to my brother this last week. Shout out Ryan. I uh, I was talking to him about how Carson Wentz is like one of the saddest stories to me, just because. Dude, he looked so freaking good, and they had that. Did he win MVP that same year that they won? The, they won the Super Bowl. I forget. No, I think he got injured. He might have. He might have almost won it. I forget but... if I forget if he almost won or if he won or what. Anyway, I don't point, think he actually won it. I'll that look way. it up while you. While you talk. I don't think he did either. Now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, my point being is like, yeah, man, like he he freaking took him that season to the Super Bowl, really, like, and then got injured right before, was it before the postseason or was it like during the first part right of the postseason? Right before postseason, I think. Yeah, right before postseason. And then you have um, Nick Foles come in there and and clean up for him. But, like, I mean, dude looked so promising for a while. And then, like, after that injury just was never the same. The Eagles didn't treat him the same. It was just a whole mess, and now he's still not just—he's still not looking back to his old self on the Colts. And I just—I don't know why, but I am a big, uh, big rooter of uh, Carson Wentz. I just—I I root for the guy all the time, just hoping he'll finally like get back to where like what he was like at peak form. Mm-hmm. And he just is—it's just not there, man. Yeah, his his injury history is definitely detrimental, uh, but. I'm kind of there with you. Like it's kind of sad how 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 he has just fallen from grace essentially, and so yeah. I'm kind of rooting for him this year. And like I said, pretty solid year. I mean, even even in just normal terms, like he 2,700 yards, 21 touchdowns, five interceptions, 96 pass rating. Like that's that's really solid. That's really really nice. I mean, you don't want you can't from well not a quarterback that like that's getting paid like him but from decent quarterbacks like that's kind of what you expect out of him you know not top yeah. tier but that's kind of what you expect out of a, a solid qb right so yeah no i think i think and this is his first year first full year in in an environment that is actually like hey we're here for you you know you're the quarterback yeah. let's do it so maybe next year he'll he'll come on more we'll, we'll have to see um yeah, and that, the reason why I say he's mostly a game manager because like I feel like most games he's throwing, throwing a hundred, maybe two hundred yards, and then he'll pop out like against the Ravens and throw four hundred, and then against the Bucks, I mean he even had three hundred. So, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. um, but uh, wait, so you're you're agreeing? Oh no, no, you said first that uh, you're you're slightly investing. Slightly yeah. investing. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. But um, yeah, no, the Colts right now. Um, how about this real quick, real quick. Did you, are you, are you buying or selling, uh, three teams that are tied in the AFC West, the chargers, the Raiders and the Broncos, they're all at six (laughs) and five right now. They're all, I mean, that's, that's a weird position to be in. They're all in the playoff hunt. They're all in the, they're still in the uh, division. Yeah, I, um, they are still still all in the division race, but I was actually going to ask, so my last one I was gonna ask about was buying or selling the Chiefs, just because they're on a four week, uh, four wins, four game win streak. Yeah. 
um, starting to look more like the Chiefs of old. Yeah. And uh, but again, right there on the fringe. I mean, they're not they're not way ahead of the pack like they usually are. So I guess it's I mean, basically, is it do you buy or sell on any of these teams in the AFC West? I would Chiefs to me are like freaking like Apple stock, bro. You just buy it. Just buy it. You just buy it. Just Guaranteed, buy it. it's gonna go up and down, but you just buy you it. You just buy it. You know, you know it's gonna appreciate at some point. Yeah, it's gonna be good for you until Mahomes and Andy Reid and until like they all leave, bro. You just keep buying cheap stock, in my opinion. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. All the rest of them, though, I think I'm kind of selling. I'll be honest. Like, I think Broncos, it's... I sell because it's the Broncos, dude. I have no hope for the Broncos, even though sure they're six and five, good for them. Chargers, kind of the same thing um raiders i was really high on i started selling like two weeks ago mm-hmm. I, I all three of those teams are volatile they're volatile crypto and and you're gonna get yep. the rug pulled if you invest in one of them i swear so yep. as soon as, I, soon as one of your as soon as one of your influencer friends decides yep. to promote that you know it's a bad idea <laughs> as soon as they call it dink doink and and says exactly it up. bing no. bing bong coin or bing something bong. whatever it is no, I think I think you stay away from that. I don't think it's a it's it's too risky right now for your portfolio, yeah. guys. I yep, <laughs> totally agree. So, well, now that we've made all the uh, different kind of uh, <laughs> what's the, what's the right word uh, entendres that we can towards investing, <laughs> let's move on to to, to the our NBA, crypto talk please. for the week. Oh no, uh, our crypto okay. talk for the week. We're not we're not Cody and Noel. We can move on. Um, so yeah, moving on to the NBA. So we're a little late to this um, because of all the reasons that we said before, but we got to talk the LeBron Isaiah Stewart scuffle because I think there's a lot to this. We have to. Um, so for those who didn't see, which I'm sure you did, uh, LeBron and Isaiah Stewart getting a little physical on the free throw line. Um, well, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, but uh, foul shots going on. They're getting a little physical. LeBron decided to kind of um, wrench his arm, basically. I mean, it looked pretty on purpose for when, when you slow it down. But I feel like it's so hard to judge. Obviously, it's hard, it's hard to judge what was actually happening in slow-mo because when you look at it in slow-mo and you're in real time, you're like, oh, well, yeah, that, that's totally on purpose. But then part of me goes, I mean, it looks like he was just trying to like kind of wrench his arm out of Isaiah's like kind of like his hold on him a little bit. And then he happened to clock him in the face with the back side of his fist um, it but it got it, wasn't his is wasn't it his like fingertips that really got him like he almost scratched him i feel like no oh i don't know i thought it was closer to like his like the side of his hand mm-hmm. but anyway point is is that like he he made connection with his face um and then they like isaiah really started getting into his, into lebron's face they get separated he's they're still kind of chirping at each other and then isaiah breaks free from like people holding him back mm-hmm. and like charges at lebron like a bull mm-hmm. and that's and then people get in front of him again he doesn't quite get to him and then he's got blood just like streaming down his face because the cut was like right under his eye so it's gonna bleed a lot and all of that but anyway i guess uh oh and then lebron was given a one game suspension Stewart giving a two game suspension if you didn't see the outcome of that but mm-hmm. my question to you is did isaiah stewart like take it over the top oh yes way way over the top like he uh honestly the way i look at it and yes slow down it slowed down it looks bad because it looks like lebron looks at isaiah and then 
and then like uh, wrenches his arm. So, yeah. I mean, I, it looks it looks pretty intentional from that angle. Um, and so I think Isaiah has every right to be mad. Now, does he have every right to fake out that everybody like, oh yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, and then like, and then try to try to bull rush his way, yeah, yeah, to LeBron? No, no, he took he definitely took it far. I think he knows that, especially to calm down now and everything. He took it too far. Now, what he should have done is right after they did that, he like fell to the ground or he was like holding his face and stuff, and they got up and they were like right next to each other. What he should have done is just socked him in the face right there because that was his opportunity. He, met, he get missed it, it. Get ejected. Get one clean shot on the king. Yeah, and, and your career's good, man. You're gonna you're gonna go down in infamy. It was crazy too because it was like two days after the uh anniversary of the malice in the palace yeah so that was yep. that was really weird there um what i actually want to point out is that lebron says that he didn't he doesn't understand okay i don't know the exact quote here but he said he like didn't understand why or didn't think he should have gotten a suspension and i'm like honestly intentional or not you throwing like this is kind of what the league is pointing out these days is if you're above the shoulders if you're like hitting them above the head and blood was blood happened there bro like that's <laughs> that's pretty it's pretty uh it's pretty bad there so yeah like people get ejected for less these days so no i think i think he definitely should have gotten the suspension i honestly was a little surprised isaiah only got one I thought he was going to get just like how he kept trying to go back and kept no, trying Isaiah to go back. Got two. Excuse me, even two. I I thought he'd get. Like, oh, I, gotcha. I thought he'd get even a little bit more, but gotcha. a few a few more games. But just like it was so weird to me watching it, how he just checked, and then he, they finally got him in the tunnel. He's still chirping at that towards LeBron, even though he's like 100, 200 feet away. And and then he has a bright idea of like then he races in the tunnel to try to go to the other side, and it's like bro, it's just so weird how he just kept trying to go back. So I thought they would have. Yeah, uh, it was real weird. I mean, maybe he just felt like super disrespected. Maybe he yeah. maybe he did feel like it was on purpose. And then, like, I think I think one of the the worst things in that kind of situation is when someone does something on purpose you feel like they did it on purpose and they're like oh sorry man you know what i mean and that's yeah. what it looked like is it looked like lebron he felt like he did it on purpose and then lebron like instantly as soon as he made connection with him he he like checked on him yeah. which is what makes me think that it wasn't on purpose because it was very immediate uh -huh. but um because like he realized oh sh I, like i i i really hit him um when i didn't mean to i was just trying to get my arm well free. count or devil's advocate here it's like maybe he did mean to hit him but then didn't realize how bad it was until he oh that's true <laughs> and then he's like oh i didn't mean to hit you uh that don't tell bad. mom don't tell, yeah, yeah don't exactly tell mom. don't tell mom exactly <laughs> yeah 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 so, no that's true that's true that it, it could have been that as well um but i think the craziest part of this was uh or the craziest thing to come out of this was the response from uh gilbert arenas <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> the craziest he like added isaiah stewart and basically in in this really long paragraph full of random emojis and random capitalizations random hashtags like random this, references this <laughs> random references like this this whole uh this whole paragraph is just wild but it's like a tirade uh, yeah it's tirade exactly the but the the gist of it tldr is don't attack the like big stars in the nba or don't try to go after them like that because you're gonna have a bad time 
since they're the ones that bring views, you yeah. don't. The NBA is going to punish you way worse, maybe even completely cancel your career. You're not that guy, pal. That's essentially this the, what this paragraph is. And didn't he but also... The, oh, go ahead. Just say the craziest part is that in the middle, it goes, P.S., this was worst... Says worst, by the way. This was worst than the gun in the locker room situation. <laughs> and no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> you brought a gun to a locker room. No, it's not. It's not. It's not at all. Because <laughs> then he goes, he follows it up that sentence with a crying laughing emoji and says, Some can say this was hashtag attempted murder. Bro. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. I loved it. Gilbert just thinks, oh my God. It's funny too, because after the Gilbert's defense, when that uh, when that whole thing went down, was like, it was a joke. But it's, dude, apparently the report was, he was trying to intimidate these guys of playing poker. <laughs> like, Yeah, and it's a loaded gun in a locker room. In an NBA locker room. <laughs> in an NBA locker room. I mean, that's, that's like the same that, thing. That as... could be construed as attempted murder. Like Exactly. I mean, that's, that's, similar because it's it's a you know it's a facility uh, with you know other people that are very liable you know whatever i mean it's like if you brought a gun to school and then it's like yeah and then you and then there's a then there's a fight that happens in pe and you said that's way worse than me bringing a gun to school it's like no it's not <laughs> it's definitely not yeah some guy gets like scratched on the head and starts bleeding you're like that was way worse than what i did right guys <laughs> <laughs> it, that was so funny Gosh. but honestly and the this it, you're right though this is like a freaking like homeless man fever dream this rant like because <laughs> then he goes on to say like only thing that can save you right now is in parentheses for whatever reason mj <laughs> dropping episode 11 of the last dance and he edits all scotty pippen scenes out or in parentheses vanessa bryant out of parentheses dropping hashtag the mamba <laughs> last season what what are you typing you are worse than cam newton on instagram yeah. what is this Dude, it was so funny. And honestly, for people who don't follow Gilbert Arenas, he does a he did, he has a tirade like this probably weekly, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> it's I, listen. I think someone needs to check on Gilbert Arenas weekly. I don't think he needs to tirade weekly. He needs a mental health check weekly. He's hilarious. <laughs> it is. This is concerning. Uh, and then he also makes a reference to Enos Cantor, which goes right into our next point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Enos what Penis, baby. Enos Penis. Oh, my gosh. No, I just want to say, um, Gilbert, stop. <laughs> what are, <laughs> just stop it. What are we doing stop here? it. Stop it. But, yeah, no, uh, talking about Enos Penis Cantor, um, he's formally – so he, he actually just got U.S. Citizen, citizenship, and he's changing his name to Enos – Cantor freedom freedom baby and this was all happening right after like he um I, I right know. after i decided to go with reduce reuse recycle he all of a sudden for whatever reason goes with freedom he's copying the idea honestly so um but no this was happening after he you know he's calling out lebron and other people in the nba for being such such about change and social change and everything when it comes to like blm movements and 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 um women's women's right are equal pay and all this stuff um that's really why he's doing this well no no no. what i'm saying is he's he called everybody out for calling you know calling these social issues out but doesn't really care when china is um 
when China is oppressing the, and I'm going to butcher this, the, U, the Uyghur people, the Uyghur people. I, again, I'm sorry for mispronouncing that, but um, the, a minority oh, group, a minority group yeah. in China. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I see what you're saying now. For a second, I thought you were just getting at the fact that they like talk about all this change and then don't do much about it. And then I was like, so changing your last name is doing much about it? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because he's been, I mean, Cantor has been um, outspoken against China for a while. Yes, um, yeah, and which is very rare in the NBA. Exactly. China and Turkey for their oppressive governments. And yeah. so I, I think he has a little bit of a foot to stand on here, but it's like, because it is, I'm not, it, it is China. So it's like the NBA is like one, it's a huge partner with the NBA. They have, I mean, it's a huge market for the NBA. So he's kind of pointed out the hypocrisy and I'm like, I'm kind of with him on that angle. It's like they, yeah. they, it's, he's right. He is right. Yeah, they, totally. they, they just won't call out uh, stuff that China's doing because there's too many, there's too many viewers in China that they want to keep. Right. Um, yeah. Well, and I mean, this is, this is a, a issue that's rampant through many industries. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that uh, John Cena referred to Taiwan as a country and then had to apologize and was like forced to apologize yeah. by, by, uh, oh my gosh, what's the studio? Universal, because Fast and Furious is their most lucrative franchise. And China was threatening not to show the newest Fast and Furious in, in their country because China does not recognize Taiwan as, a, as an independent country. And he apologized in f- fluent Mandarin, which did you know he was fluent in that? did not i know was either, very unexpected apparently because like when the wwe was trying to break into china more he like learned mandarin <laughs> well let me uh let me tell you something maybe this is just coming from uh some veterans out there but nothing mm-hmm. nothing sparks more fear in the heart of a man than an invisible guy that can speak mandarin <laughs> especially from the trees exactly um, yeah yeah no so but anyways let's get back to the point he did change his name to freedom which is just interesting um i if we take away like the context of of like all the stuff he's calling out lebron and all the stuff lately uh, if we take out that context it's kind of like my patriot my patriotic side of me is like man hell yeah dude hell yeah <laughs> the inner bald eagle is yeah. like oh, yeah man freedom. Mm, America. Yeah. he's like that's like what a way to celebrate your citizenship right change your name Honestly. to freedom yeah yeah like at, at first i at first before i i read that it was like the reasoning behind it i really did think it was because he was getting his citizenship i was like what a yeah. alpha chad move to just go <laughs> you know what my last name is fucking freedom now freedom take that oh yeah gosh no, that, that i got awesome. america coming out my dick <laughs> i saw some tweets that were like you really missed an opportunity to say uh, freedom's your middle name here <laughs> <laughs> you know what true I think it's yeah. just the fact that he can have freedom on the back of his jersey now. But that's, that's pretty cool. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, if if there if there wasn't any actual reasoning behind it, then we are we we have found the meta world piece of this generation yeah. because uh, passing the that's torch. exactly that's exactly what Ron Artest did, but he didn't do anything about it. Just changed his name to Meta World Peace. Yes, sir. Meta World Peace. But uh, no, so actually, I, I do have slightly more respect for Enos Cantor in that regard now for why he's changed his name to Freedom. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Enos the Penis, man, gaining a little bit more respect from me. Enos the Penis, right there. Uh, let's talk preseason though, real quick, man. 
The NBA actually announced recently that they, they're going to have two preseason games in uh, Abu Dhabi in 2022, which I, I kind of love it, man. Just keep keep making the game as global as you can. Having uh, wow. they, They're having what? They've, they have games in Mexico City, right? They have games yep. in uh, London for preseason. Yep. Is there any? Have they, have they done Australia yet? Yeah. Ooh, no. What was it? They... They had. Um, they participated like a World Cup thing there, though, right? Yeah, something like yeah, something like that, like qualifiers or or yes. Team USA participated in. That's what it was. Yeah, Australia. I remember something happened in Australia. Yeah, which uh, yeah. I think this is cool. Um, have they done or they've discussed? I don't think they've done it yet. The Philippines too. Philippines is a huge NBA market. Yes. And, yeah, it is. And I think they they should uh, they should try to look in. I'm, I think they have been looking into. Yeah, it I watched some. Um, oh my gosh, what was it? It was some kind of like. I, what am I trying to say? It's like like a very short video. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. it was I don't know ten minutes, but it was all about um, this one like slum in the Philippines that's that's now become like the mecca for basketball on that side of the world. Like uh-huh. you, it's like if you're if you're a real baller, you have to go to this like one slum like big apartment building that has this basketball court in the middle of it where they like change murals on it things like that and like jordan clarkson since he's like the only uh filipino player in the nba um him and he, uh, he, like, Jaylen, making the trigger. him and Jalen green oh Jalen green too you're right yep. you're right i know i i think he might have mentioned that but or maybe at the time jordan clarkson was the only i don't know whatever well yeah anyway. this is Jalen's your rookie yeah, yeah 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 so i think at the time he was the only filipino american uh to be in the or to like play in the nba but yeah, yeah anyway so yeah it's definitely definitely a huge market there um definitely an opportunity for the nba to to make something happen yeah. there I, I agree um i love it i feel like but, the preseason is too short because it's hard to do it in the middle of the season there you know yeah yeah because they would have definitely. to take like a week and then probably play a couple games there against your opponent yeah. well and then with covid and everything else you're gonna have to quarantine for two weeks yeah, like yeah. when you get there and then when you get back and like it, it just mess it would mess way too much up mm-hmm. with scheduling but wow abu dhabi that's really cool that um cool. fun fact did you know that uh formula one ends their season in abu dhabi pretty much every year um uh, no but way way to go to fit uh form formula one into the episode. got it yeah. got it in there that's that's the one for the for the week <laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs> By the way, that's in, that's next weekend. The, this weekend is in Saudi Arabia, and then the last is the last race of the season is in Abu Dhabi next weekend. It's a really tight race between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. You guys got to watch it. Well, speaking of places that have heat. <laughs> wow, what a segue. Let's talk Miami Heat, baby. Oh, my uh, gosh. No, no, I want to talk John Wall, really. Um, I do. Well, this one's more for varsity. This one's for varsity. Shouts out. No, apparently the 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 Heat are sort of eyeing the John Wall situation. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, John Wall is getting paid about like forty, I think four million dollars a year right now. He hasn't played at all this season. Um, he's as as far as I know, he's completely healthy. So some rumors were coming out that he had like gone to management, um, and they're like, "Hey, like we need to figure this out. Either I'm getting a buyout, either I'm getting a trade, or and or I want to play. Like he wants yeah. to play. So right. this is a really interesting situation where it's like the opposite of what we're used to. Where you know if a, a, a guy wants a trade or he wants a buyout, he'll just sit out until that happens. But John was like, "No, like I just I just want to play, man." Like right. if it's here, I know I'm not. I don't really fit your fit your like uh, your timeline or anything. If it's here, uh, you know, can we 
talk about a buyout or something. Now, the problem with the buyout is mm-hmm. you have to negotiate the terms of it. It's like, okay, I'll pay this much, and then you forego the rest of it, and then you're bought out, right? But right. It's like his contract is huge. It's I ginormous. I don't know if the Rockets really want to pay that much, like any yeah. <laughs> that they don't have to. Or And John Wall is probably not willing to give up as much as he would have yeah. to to make it work. And then that's 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 the it, it's the money issue because that's why he can't get traded because nobody wants to pay uh, forty one million for him. So yeah, it's tough. But yeah. huh? Wow, that's really interesting though that not everyone is uh, like Ben Simmons and a whiny little bitch, and some people <laughs> just want to play basketball. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty pretty crazy. Um, pretty crazy how some people are like, hey man, I just want to play, but you know what? If you could get that trade or that buyout going, that'd be real great. Yeah. But you know, whatever, whatever works. Mm-hmm. Whatever works. So if he does get buy out, bought out, I think honestly, it's kind of crazy to think about. But I think the Heat might be contenders for him there. Um, yeah. I I I, I, kinda, I wonder though because the tra- if it's a trade though, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way they would have to give up so much he, for him. He would have to go to like another sucky ass team that has yes. room to spare yes. like uh, yep. i don't know a thunder or a, a pelican oh i bet the pelicans don't even have enough money or uh um, no, maybe a kings no kings definitely don't have enough money <laughs> um yeah. maybe uh maybe the magic the magic might have enough money for him like, maybe the magic yeah you'd have to go there to even to even but then it's like the only team the it, it's impossible bro because the only way they could make it work is to pile up these these things but those teams are piling up their young talent that they don't want to get rid of for john wall you know so right it's impossible bro they it, the yeah, buyout seems it's inevitable it's really, it, it does it does seem like the the buyout is definitely thanos it is definitely inevitable at this point i um yeah i just i the the trade really does seem impossible at this point because of the size of the contract yeah yeah, so anyway, but, but I'm um, I'm with him. Free my man John Wall, man. Let's get him yeah, back on please, the court. Please free John. Um, real quick, I would I just want to do like a rapid fire buy or sell. Uh, you know, twenty ish games into the NBA season now, and where where you're at. Okay. Um, rapid fire buy or sell Washington Wizards. Of course, I'm buying. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Listen, I think they. Okay. I think they've come back to earth a little bit. Um, uh-huh. they they lost a few, but they're still. They're still impressive with how they're playing. They're still playing to win. Like, no, I'm for it. And like I said, Rory Hutchmore hasn't even been back yet. So I'm saying bye. Okay. I, I am lightly investing in the Washington Wizards at this point. Mm. Um, Chicago Bulls. I say, sell. I'm saying I'm saying bye for playoffs. I think they could potentially be a top four team. Honestly, how well they played so far. I think they could finish top top four. Yep, I I agree. I really like the way the Bulls look this year. I'm pretty much all all in on the Bulls right now. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I wasn't gonna throw them in, but I am now. New York Knicks. Uh, Knicks. I you got to hold right now. Um, I mean, they just. I don't know if you saw the report today. They benched Kemba. He's not even in the rotation right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For Alex Burks. Um, and it's so weird. They had the they have like the worst starting line, but the best bench or something. Like their plus and minus in the fourth quarter for their starters are the worst, and their bench is the best or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it's weird. So I would definitely hold off right now and see how kind of things go for the Knicks. Okay. All right. Um, and then lastly but not leastly, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Where you at? Cleveland. I'm. 
I'm kind of selling like Mobley's out for a little while. They they kind of felt they fell down. They definitely fell down back to earth. Um, I'm I'm I'd say maybe sell a little bit, but also pro- maybe hold to see how they go for the next few yeah. games. So I'd agree. I like the the Cavaliers are actually looking like decent there for a little bit now. I mean yeah. they're they're ten and ten. I mean they're they're right there in the mix with like seven through eleven yeah. right now. Um, but I they yeah I don't know. I mean they like. I just thought it was crazy that they were actually like doing something with what they've got. I mean, they have Jared Allen right now, which Jared Allen's a great piece there, but um, yeah, they've just got a lot of young talent that's actually like doing something now. So listen, buy your stock in Jared Allen right now, dude. He, <laughs> I was talking with Brent about, with Brent about this the other day. Cause they, the, I mean, this was like two or three weeks ago. Uh, the Cavs played the wizards and I was watching that game and dude, I've, I've watched Jared Allen since he got in the league. I really liked him since he got, but since he's gotten the league, he has improved every year and I just love his development. I think he's a great player by, by Jared Allen stock right now. So are you also hashtag free Jared then and get him off the Cavs, get him somewhere else? <laughs> I am hashtag, um, actually, I guess. Yeah, sort of, sort of. I, it's like whatever Jared, hashtag, um, yeah, I guess sort of I, what, hashtag, whatever Jared wants to do, you know, <laughs> hashtag whatever Jarrett wants to do you know wow you these know. are the problem the is, worst hashtags i've ever heard they're the, never going to catch the on the problem is they did sign him to a pretty big contract and centers with those contracts uh it's hard to find a home for them all the time so true yeah they're just so big it's really hard to find a home for them hey. um okay so warriors are you buying and selling you gotta buy the warriors bro doing this you without clay thompson you gotta buy warriors right now brother they are oh i just now, had to had to just just uh, drool over them for just a little bit. <laughs> now, we'll say the the person who I think you're going to say next, the Suns. Uh-huh. Um, they The Warriors and the Suns actually play tomorrow night, Tuesday night, which I think is super interesting. That's going to be a great game. You're, you're, um, okay. And I'm buying the Suns. How can you not? 16 yeah. wins in a row. How can yeah, you not? You gotta, yeah, you've got you to buy the Suns, bro. Mm-hmm. you got to buy the Suns. Yeah. Um, you selling or buying the Lakers? Ooh, brother. I am... I I am starting to liquidate assets <laughs> with the Lakers. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely liquid or liquidating some shares, uh, holding on to some others. You know, trying to still still keeping keeping a little bit of stake in them. But yeah. uh, they they you know they are looking like they're starting to kind of get it together. But then they then they but don't. Then, but then they lose in triple overtime to the Kings. Exactly. But then they do <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah it's yeah i would agree okay. I, would, I would say hold a little bit and then maybe liquidate a little bit exactly right above them though buying or selling the, the wolves right now dude i would say if you have some money to spare if you're having a fun time you don't care about losing it bye 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 if you have some money to spare <laughs> if you don't care that you might lose it it's like a crypto uh it's like a doge right like it's fun while you just want to be part of the culture you just want to be part of the culture yeah it's fun while it lasts they're a young fun team to watch anthony edwards is such a fun player to watch and really is uh, yeah i say i say bye for fun (laughs) i would say bye for fun fun. all right i like that um okay how about Uh, how about i mean uh, how about the nuggets bro listen they're nine and ten on a uh-huh. six-game losing streak, and uh-huh. it just came out that uh, Michael Porter Jr., who they just gave two hundred million to, is going to yeah. be out for the rest of the season due to his back. And Bro, they don't even have—they don't even have Jamal Murray sell back it. yet. Sell it. That's tough. I can't with the Nuggets, dude. I cannot with them because of what you just said. 
they just overpaid Michael Porter Jr. so much money, mm-hmm. and now he's out with a back injury. And not that the injury is his fault, but why did you overpay that man? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't talk about it enough. They overpaid him. Yep, yep. Paid it. Gosh, I can't stand Michael Porter Jr. I don't know why I can't stand Michael Porter Jr., but I can't. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm I'm sell, sell, sell on the Nuggets right now. Yeah. Unless Jokic's brothers get on the roster, I'm sell, sell, sell. <laughs> you put you put the all the Jokic brothers, the trio on that roster, it's over. I mean, they're going to injure every other team, and that's how they get to number one in the division, mm-hmm. or in the conference, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I had one more, I thought. Uh yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Clippers. Just because they're sitting at number 5 right now, yeah. but like they haven't really stuck out at all for any reason. But they're w- sitting at number 5. I would say um I I would say buy like one share. Okay. Like just one, yeah. a tiny little share. Just buy one. Yeah. And hold on to it for a minute, see how it goes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna suggest just holding for now with yeah. whatever stock you do have in them. Um, if you have no stock in them, I would recommend just not, not buying any right this minute. Interesting. I would say, I would, I would say buy one. I mean, I did, I already did, but I'm saying like, I, I think it's worth. I think it's a little bit. It's a, a slight gamble there to buy one, yeah. and, and I think it could pay off div, pr- pretty big dividends, but we'll see. Yeah. All right, well that is uh, that is our stock. The buy and sell. Yeah, the buy sell, the stock, the the. We need. Oh my gosh, this is this this is why we need a soundboard. We need like the the money guy. What's his name? The bald guy. Oh, what is his name? The guy. Wait, are you talking about about Mad Money? The guy. Yeah, Mad Money. We need like his like bullhorn or whatever. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That I was thinking of. (laughs) I was thinking of that because um. I, I always think of the uh, the part in Iron Man One when he's just like he like yeah he's playing all the sound effects in a river and he's just like Stark Industries sell 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 <laughs> exactly that's what that's what need. I always think of yeah yeah, yeah. that's what we need um, yeah that, that's the NBA stock for you um, before we go man let's talk a little talk a little, little MLB huh? okay huh? okay okay you want to I'm like a I'm like a dog that you like you're like uh teasing with a toy when you when you ask me if i want to talk mlb of course i want to talk mlb it's like my dog go ahead and i'm like really i'm like no fooling it's like my dog he he gets really excited if we you know put shoes on or whatever but it's not until (laughs) it's not until i say let's go if i say let's go he's he's bolting everywhere he's like oh my god let's go let's go let's go (laughs) so that's what it is exactly exactly um so real quick we haven't talked the uh awards for the season the uh mvp yeah um cy young rookie of the year manager of the year all those came out and so let's let's go through them really quick sure uh we've got bryce harper as the nl mvp and i don't hate it pretty uh i mean he's earning that contract right (laughs) he is earning that extremely long contract but um yeah i mean he he is the reason that phillies were even somewhat of contenders yeah yeah, he was so he was balling out. Yeah, he was balling horde, um, and behind him, but not like really by that close of a margin was Juan Soto. Juan Soto, buddy. Yeah, Juan Soto. But Dude, um, Juan Soto's got such a bright future, and I can't wait for us to um, mess up the contract negotiations and him go to the Dodgers. So that's gonna yes. be fun. Yep. 
exactly yep um yeah go go join all your buddies well even though they're leaving <laughs> but uh so well i guess they're not getting rid of trade turner but we'll get into it but um the al mvp was shohei otani which i love for the culture i don't love for uh like standings reasons i think yeah. that that's uh I don't know. It just kind of shows that like the, I, it shows the place that baseball is in right now where it's like, yes, let's give 31st place votes for the man who can pitch and hit and is an incredible player. Don't get me wrong. He was fantastic, but did he move the needle for the angels to get them closer to a post season? Yeah. No, he did not. So, and now granted Mike Trout was injured for a lot of the year. That didn't help anything. The angels pitching is garbage besides him. So that doesn't help anything. Um, but I, I have a question actually for you. Yes. So I actually, I don't, I don't think I really thought about this before. So in the NBA, obviously winning has a pretty, pretty good, pretty good size stake in the MVP voting. Yep. I mean, is that usually, is that the precedent? Is it usually pretty high stake? Like, is it kind of the same thing? Uh, or is this ha- does it happen more often where uh, Ohanti kind of wins just because he had an incredible season even though his team sucked? Like, I don't, uh, I don't know. First off, first off, his name is Ohanti, and that's second- what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ohanti, same thing. Um, you know what? Honestly, I'd probably have to go back and look at like historical data pretty much mm-hmm. to see if that's the case. I I can't really remember off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. I would say winning is usually taken a little bit more into effect, but. I think this was well-deserved just because, I mean, this guy was finally doing what he was brought to this team to do, which was pitch over at over 100 miles an hour regularly and hit rank. dingers. And hit dingers. I mean, he like, honestly, he was just incredible. And the fact is, is that the only player that we've seen even comparable to this who can pitch and hit just equally as good is like Babe Ruth. He's he's the only one to do it this well at this level uh, since Babe Ruth. So all the props in the world to Shohei Otani. I just think it's a it's a little uh, it's a little of a miss. I think in terms of like overall standings on that. But uh-huh. um, but at the same time, when you look at the season he had, it was insane. So I, I think, think it's well deserved. Sure. I think you can kind of equate it to a similar thing to when Westbrook won the mvp uh yes because yes. he was he was averaging triple double nobody ever done it in since Bel- uh, baylor elgin baylor and yep. uh and they were sixth in playoff seating so yeah true they weren't as bad as the angels but it's like it that almost never happens where the mvps on the sixth seed so yeah no that's a good point yeah so mm-hmm. i mean it does happen and mm-hmm. i don't think it's i don't think it's as uh common to do that like you're saying uh even in the mlb i think standings do, do usually uh factor in a little bit more but, but it was just anyway. so incredible what he was doing so you kind of have to give oh it yeah him. yeah yeah it was insane but um so then we got nl cy young that was corbin burns on of the brewers um Don't which sound- that was a pretty that was a pretty tight race actually because zach wheeler was right behind him with 141 points and uh they each had 12 first place votes and then max scherzer was pretty close to them too uh, with six first place votes and uh, 113 total points, it's so. pretty crazy, and I don't think it's that uncommon for especially a pitcher like at, at Max Scherzer's stage in his career. But it's pretty crazy that you could you know play for two teams and still almost win the Cy Young. 
<laughs> like yeah. in one season. Like that's yep, that's wild. It's pretty nuts. So um, yeah, and then for the AL Cy Young, it was Robbie Ray of the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Um, that one wasn't even close. He had twenty nine pl- first place votes with uh, and had like two hundred seven total points, and then Garrett Cole right behind him with uh i should i say right behind but just in second with one first place vote and 123 total points so uh yeah well deserved by robbie ray there yeah um and then we've got uh nl rookie of the year jonathan india of the reds and al rookie of the year randy arosa of the rays which i find that interesting because arosa reina is not really a rookie i don't think or am I thinking of a different Rosarena? But like, you might I'm be pretty sure of a different one. <laughs> Maybe, but like Randy Rosarena, I'm almost positive played for the uh, Cardinals, and yeah, he did. Yeah, that's what I thought. He played for the Cardinals in 2019 and was like incredible for them in the did postseason. A, Maybe, a full and then season? he had no. That's the thing is he didn't play a full season. He only played 19 games. For the Cardinals so in 2019, and then he didn't play a full season for the Rays either last year. This was his first full season. So that must be it. It was his first full season. Interesting how that works, but yeah, okay, good. For it you. is very interesting how that works. I don't know. That has to do with all the whole like bouncing up and down in the minor leagues and stuff. But um, anyway, but yeah, well deserved from Randy Rosarena. He honestly, Randy Rosarena is like the postseason MVP. Like he is incredible in the postseason. Even when it's like you don't hear about him really in. Like the, you don't hear about him the rest of the season, and as soon as it's playoff time, he is hitting dingers. He is getting like, oh my gosh, he's incredible. Yeah, but no, it was fun to watch. Uh, yeah, and then we got Gabe Kapler, Giants manager of the year. Here he was, on, he's on the Giants. He's the NL manager of the year, and then now, uh, Ke- Kevin Cash, the uh, Rays manager, is the AL manager of the year. The Giants were kind of a surprise, so yeah, I kind of yeah. I was like, I mean, I know I'm a casual fan, but man, I really was not expecting the Giants to be up there this year. I wasn't either. And they haven't been like, I mean, they're always decent, right? But they haven't been like on top like they were this year. And this year, I mean, it was the tightest of butthole races between them and the Dodgers. So, yeah. So well-deserving. Yep. Yep. Well, MLB free agency has also started. And we've had some pretty crazy signings honestly so far the texans or the rangers sorry <laughs> same thing really yeah the rangers are really going uh all in kind of thing right now um yeah they signed Corey seager 10-year deal yep. uh marcus uh simeon yep i mean those are pretty big signings right there um uh, i i hate it though this next one man so max scherzer 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 so he signed a three-year deal $130 million with the New York freaking Mets, baby. No, I hate it. I was doing a meme there, but I really honestly hate it. It's like, dude, not only did we trade you to the Dodgers, now you got to go sign with a division rival. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, I hate why. Why do you have to be in my division? Ah, uh, that sucks. He just wants, he just wants to, he just wants to see his buddies more often. That's I why. Guess. I guess, man. It's really, I, I really don't like it uh, for a divisional thing, but. I'm so excited though for the at bat battle between him and Juan Soto now because <laughs> Soto is going to be shuffling on him and smiling at him, yep. and Scherzer is going to be talking shit 
And when he strikes him out, you know there's going to be some back and forth. I am so excited to see that relationship and that chemistry. That's true. That's going to be fun. A little friendly rivalry there. Um, yep. Now, it's interesting because they did lose um, Noah and Syndergaard. Yes. The Mets yep. And Syndergaard is signed a one-year deal with the Angels, I believe. Yeah. It's one year there. Yeah. So, which, I mean, hey, they finally – the Angels finally did something right. I mean, they – Noah Syndergaard has not been uh, – in his prime for a few years now um still a good pitcher but yeah. they did not overpay him like they usually do with uh veterans like that where they're on the tail end of their prime and they pay them they overpay them they they sign them for way too long for way too much money yeah yeah and then robbie ray uh going to the mariners which wow i didn't know the mariners could sign free agents but that's cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean that's actually the memes right now is like there's all these uh all these kind of like small market teams that are outbidding and and actually signing these really big names and it's frustrating to see for a lot of people like the yankees yeah. who usually or the dodgers who usually can just buy whoever they want and are not having their way this time yeah which honestly is probably good for baseball <laughs> it's great for baseball it's i'm so excited to see it yeah yeah but yeah mlb free agency is really 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 heated up um, but there's still some some big guys that have not been signed. Uh, yep. Carrera has not been signed yet. Mm-hmm. Freddie Freeman yeah, has not been signed yet. I mean, could you imagine if he left? <laughs> I know, right? Atlanta would be on fire. Yeah. Um, and then who's oh, who's the one I was just thinking of? You said uh, who did you say first? Oh, Correa. The rumor that he might go to the Tigers. Not sure yet. Um, Trevor Story on the Rockies. That's mm-hmm. still a a really hairy situation as well. He was really pissed. He didn't get. To, he didn't. Um, they didn't deal him at the trade deadline this past year. So he's definitely looking to find a suitable home. And yeah. then, um, Javier, yeah. Javier Baez, who they just traded for. This oh season. yeah. There's rumors that he's going to the Tigers too, actually. Yeah. I mean, if, if they really only got a half year rental, didn't do anything with him. If that's the case, honestly though. Yeah. Yeah. All that, all he said was, I want to go play with Francisco Lindor and the Cubs said, we got you buddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then nothing else. Yep. Um, yeah. MLB baby. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes. yes. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for the walk. We'll give you now. I'm gonna go, <laughs> now I'm gonna go sleep on your shoes. Well, we'll just sprinkle it in every once in a while. Um, <laughs> don't get too comfortable. Yeah, don't get too comfortable till till like April. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, that's gonna do it for us this week. Again, we're back, baby. We're gonna do a strong. Sorry about that little absence there, but um, we're doing it. Um, and uh, we didn't even mention it. Um, Varsity was not with us this week, but, uh, you know, he actually, he's got a job now, so he's not going to be with us every week, but we do miss him. So shouts out to Varsity there. Um, go follow the Two Tight Ends socials. It's at Two Tight Ends on everything. We'll have the stuff in the description for our personal socials. Share it with your friends, your family, you know, if you feel like they might like it. And Connor, what do we learn this week? Well, Neil, if there's anything we've learned this week, it's that nothing is worse than bringing a loaded gun into a NBA locker room. Nothing. <laughs> there's no way you can spin that. It's probably the worst. It, yeah, I would agree. I would agree, sir. Um, everybody check in on Gilbert Arenas this week. You know, do your due diligence. <laughs> um, <laughs> this man needs some help. Please he, reach out to he him. He needs some help. All right, guys. Until next week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, guys. See ya.